Okay, good morning. Today's class is in the success of Yitzhak by Miriam. Hashem gave him success in every area of his life. Zivug, Shalom Bayit, Parnasa. He's not, well, actually, not, he's not, he's going to need a Shalom Bayit once he gets married. But <laughs> right now, it's just a Zivug, and Hashem bless him with all that he, his heart desires. Um, God willing, also, Daniel ben Gedalia, and the success of Elisheva ben Avagat, Elisheva, Shefra, Elisheva, Emmet ben Elisheva, Reda Makhav, Tobavasha. And also Rav Shalom Rav Shalom Ben Yavna Chana Batadel and Rav Daniel Ben Sara. Right, today's class we're going to do a little bit of a twenty-minute version because um, I have to be in the passport agency. That, that itself is going to require a lot of sablanut, a lot of patience. I'm already breathing before I did a lot of Wim Hofs before I got to the passport passport agency. Um, so we're going to talk about today just connecting, getting down to practicality. Obviously, the 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 energy of the air, we're definitely, I feel the air this month. I definitely feel a lot of air. Like I'm um, having a hard time being grounded. I'm, I'm much more grounded normally. I'm, I'm having a lot of more resistance with, the, you know, like the Gemini signs. I'm here, I'm here. Tougher time being grounded. I, I, I can feel energy a lot. And I know it's not just me. It's just there's an energy in the air that is there. I don't know. It's like sometimes maybe the summer months, we just, we have this like a little bit more of a casual mindset. And it affects you at the end of the day. Because the price is not being able to be focused. Um, so really, let's get to the root of the issue. What is really the root of the issue? Um, and, and you see this very, very common trend where, where people... It's a common trend where they're just in their heads all the time. Anxious people are always in their heads. But what is, what is really, really Rav Nachman's advice anytime we are bothered with the aspect of anxiety or depression, which is, like you could say, the Eastern world says it's an it's accumulation of, of time, Right? That's, you know, they say all suffering is an accumulation of time, too much to the present or too much to the past. So now we know what the issue is, the accumulation of time. For example, I, let's say, uh, you know, uh, you're in a relationship, next thing you know, that person, uh, um, something happens in the relationship, next thing you know, you're predicting the worst, if you're not conscious. You understand? Because of the element of fear, fear is always making you predict the worst. So you're always in that element of not in the moment. So how do we really, really fix this? And we have to understand that the umbrella of this concept is God is beyond time and space. And this is every single time that I, that I get anxious or any time that I get a little bit off emotionally, right away I say this to myself, time is nothing but a deficiency of our comprehension. This is my mantra. You know, we all have this mantra that we all, everybody has a mantra. So I, my mantra is God is above time and space. So what I really need is not to be less anxious. I need to increase my knowledge. I need to be more conscious because as you increase consciousness, all the other, uh, which Rabbi Nachman refers it to, imagination, madam, it goes away, pretty pretty much. Um, pretty, let's say, for example, you live on you live on trust. You have a your your baseline, uh, the way you live in the world is trust, and you have a business decision, and you know, practically, you know, you you don't know you're going to learn on the way. You've learned that from the past. You make a decision, there's no anxiety there because you know it's going to be a process either way. This is going to be a, it's going to be a process. Nothing is easy. We have to go through it. But when we don't have that knowledge of, of knowing that everything's going to be a process, then we're, we're starving. We're making time our enemy by procrastinating out of fear. And that, the problem is when we don't have that settled mind, when we want to learn something, we don't even have a head to learn either. So it's, it's almost like the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, gets you so confused. And then when you do have somebody wants to teach, learn, learn a class on how to fix this, you don't even have a head for that. 
So he leaves us in spinning and spinning and spinning. And I see today, the, there's a lot of frustration today because we're putting an average effort and we're expecting great results. And I, I, could, and I could see this as a common thing for many, many people. You are putting in a C effort and you want an A and you're frustrated while you're not getting an A. Bottom line, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's not up to, we have to at least say, creator of the world, I know I put 100% in this situation. Once you, once you put away at 100% in this situation, knowing everything about bitachon or trust or whatever area you're struggling, whether it's dealing with the past and getting over a loved one or, or whether it's getting over a, uh, a situation where you lost something, you lost money, you lost, that's where emuna works in. That means the future can be dealt with bitachon, the past can be dealt with emuna. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's that simple. Either you go into bitachon and you surrender things that are out of your control, that itself will, will, will help you recognize you're in, a, you're in the moment, and that will starve time, and time exactly won't be able to have an element on you which is rooted in imagination. So we know that time and imagination go hand in hand. Anytime you're in your head, anytime you're predicting something, it's because you're not in aware, you're not in consciousness. So what we do have to pray, we don't have to be, Rav Nassim's prayer was, was not for him to be less anxious or less depressed, it's to be more aware. Hmm, look at that. Playing offense. So there's no question the days that, you're not, the days that you don't wake up uh, with, with a class and you don't wake up with prayer, those days you're going to be more anxious and you're going to be more irritable because that element of time took effect on you that day. But the days that you are on your game, you're, you're, in, the, you're in the moment, you're in, you're in a conscious moment. And then time does not affect you so much. So that's really our job is really, really to do it as quick as we can in the morning, to get it in our head, to get in that, get as much consciousness every single day, be obsessed with this consciousness, and then, and then time does not, the element of time is not going to bother you. Time only exists in the deficient of comprehension. So what's the solution? Try to take a pill to, to get rid of the deal with the time, or get comprehension. That's, ex- that's exactly the message of getting to the root of the issue is constantly growing in consciousness, constantly growing, growing in consciousness. Because through that, we can give meaning to things really, really quick. But if not, we're in our head. We're in our head. And that's what the, the Yetzirah is. And, and today, again, the, 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 the litmus test that you know that you need to grow in knowledge is, is, if, is anxiety, if time is, is an element in your life that is running your life. And again, we, we, we could almost predict this example with the, with the Jews. They're, he was off by what? Half of an hour, Moshe Rabbeinu? They miscalculated by half of an hour? And what happened? All of a sudden, disaster. They went into panic, hysteria. And next thing you know, they served the golden calf. Look what happened with people with COVID. The element of time was unknown. How long is this going to last? People went straight into hysteria. They went to go buy toilet paper. Do you understand? People in hurricanes. It could be a 10, 10, 20 miles per hour. All of a sudden, they're predicting the worst. Home Depot is full with things. Do you, you understand, people? The more the element of time affects you, the more you're going to suffer in, in anxiety and depression. Because there's nothing in, there's nothing in the pit to, to, to give it a different meaning. The only way I could practically elevate, I have to elevate things in my life. The only way I can elevate things is bring them to consciousness. Bring them to consciousness. Bring them to consciousness. But for example, if you're, you're, you're you know, we, we spoke about many times 
that this is spirituality is a is nothing more but a roller coaster. It is nothing more but a roller coaster. Rav Nachman tells you this a thousand times. There's always new levels and new levels, and every single time it's a roller coaster. It's either you're running or you're returning. It's not good or bad. It's are you running or you're returning. It's not a message of something is bad or good. Bad and good is again. It's only in our. It's only in our, rooted in our time. This is what Rav Nachman tells us in Lesson 25. Every person must remove himself from the imagination and rise up to intellect. Practical ways. What other ways can you do this? Prayer. Prayer. You have to pray for that. When I'm praying for that, I'm anxious. You have to pray for that. You have to pray for that knowledge. You have to pray for knowledge. Or you have to pray for bitachon. I have a better chance of getting rid of my anxiety if I pray for trust than asking my creator to get rid of my anxiety. Because one will automatically offset the other. Because when you have awareness, that's it. You make decisions, and, and you recognize there's one thing that the Yetzirah uses. He uses the element of time. Right? Time has been a big thing today. How long is this going to be? I can't be in a relationship. How long is this prayer? How long? You can see the element of time has become a big, big burden on people. I can't do his bodhidu for five minutes. I can't go on a treadmill for time, 10 minutes. I can't. The time, the time itself, it's like almost telling it, like we told many, many times, like telling a, a five-year-old he has to wait 30 minutes for the, for the movie. Go, go, sit in the kid, go sit with a kid in a movie theater and watch the previews with him and waiting for the movie to come out. It's the end of the world. Those 15 minutes for, for that kid. Hours. When's the movie coming? When's the movie coming? We know it's previews. It's going to come. But tell the kid, by the way, you know, they have to advertise new movies and they can't just pop the movie because this is normal. <laughs> Go tell a kid that there's previews before because they want to promote new movies and he has to just wait and enjoy it. Go tell him that reason. There's, no, there's nothing there to tell him. What are you going to tell him? Just tell him to calm down, relax. I'll be there soon. But if he really knew about the previews, why would he be so bothered about, about the commercials, etc.? So it's just showing us, what, what I, when, and that's what I do myself. I get into my mantra, I say time, time exists, nothing but a deficient, deficient, deficient comprehension of time. That's exactly what Rabbi Nachman says. Time essentially stems from nothing but our deficient comprehension. Not our creator's deficient comprehension. Our deficient comprehension. Because our intellects are limited, the greater the intellect, the more time contracts and is nullified. Somehow, those who are of us who enjoyed Shavuos, the three days went by in a second. For me, Shavuos went by so fast. But tell somebody who's not in the moment, you have a three-day holiday. Oh, what am I going to do for three days? Or a person being single on Shabbat, I can't be by myself. You know how, many, you know how much I would pay just for the little piece of 24 hours, or I have clients in my recovery center. They're by themselves. They have 30 days, 60 days, that they can just be by themselves. And really, you know, you know what that would be worth for me? Just to be not distracted for 30 days? I would, I would read the whole, because that time to me is valuable. But tell somebody that there's nothing in the head. You have to sit there for 30 days with nothing to do. There you go. Is the problem the situation? No, the problem is the person. And you have to get, and this is not something that you're, it's not a DNA, it's something you have to learn. So the price of not learning is going to be the price of suffering because we don't have a, we don't know what to do with time. But if we know what to do with time, 
you know, for example, today, I'm, I'm thinking about Eretz Yisra. I got to get to Eretz Yisra. So whether that lady takes 20 minutes and has a seven donuts by the time she gets to my passport, you know, obviously there, there's super snails in Miami passport agencies on a Friday. It's like a trifecta of a trifecta of patience. I already felt it, but it's like, I have to just put myself, I'm going to Eretz Yisra. This is part of the, this, the, let this be the suffering part of Eretz Yisra. Our sages say, you want to go to Eretz Yisra, you have to go through suffering. So it's like the DMV on steroids, and I got to sit and wait and this. Wonderful, but my mind is in Eretz Yisrael. It's not in the passport agency with three kids and a wife. Just giving you an example where you don't have to be a slave to the time. You could put yourself above time and space. And that is exactly what sin itself. Sin itself, Rav Nachman says, the reason why you have to wait to do tshuva is because when you sinned, time ran you, your imagination took over you. You're passionate. Next thing you know, you paid the price. All these addicts, the craving is what gives them the high. But once they get the, once they use, you know what happens? They get shame. You feel that you should think the opposite. After I use, I should be happier. But they recognize that the time, the, they were chasing, they were chasing an imagination. And this is where today, unfortunately, Hollywood has done a great job of putting certain things in your head. And we're waiting for these Cinderella stickers. We're waiting for these, you know, these crazy, unrealistic things to happen. And we're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and not putting any effort, just waiting. And that's the problem. Hollywood screwed up a lot of, a lot of the single because it's not realistic. It's not a realistic mindset. They should show you roller coaster rides in marriage. Here's a roller coaster. <laughs> that's, that's more of a realistic. You have the ups and you have the downs, but the whole point is, again, what is the whole point? If things were too easy in my life, I would be distanced from my creator, I would take things for granted. So God has to keep you in check, so you check in. If everything is good, human nature is, he checks out. Very few people really are happy when things go great, they just, they find a way to sabotage it, or they they get lazy, It's, it's a mentality that happens. So when we have a little fire underneath the, uh, the pot, at least it moves us and gets us closer to our, pro- gets us to our situation. This is where Rabbi Nachman says, Love your friend. No, love the ra that comes to you. Love the headaches that come to you. You know why? Because that's going to get you closer to me. That's the ultimate goal, is, 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 is the vacuous closeness to our Creator. So this is why it's, it's not, when you suffer in dot, you're going to suffer in time. That's the formula. When you suffer in consciousness, you're going to suffer in time. And time practically means anxiety, passions, passions, which is sin. All passions come from imagination. They don't come from reality. All sins. That's why all the rectification is the waiting. Because you didn't wait, now you're going to wait. So I tell the clients, you're going to wait one way or the other. You're going to wait in recovery or you're going to wait to use. But that's the, pro- that's the issue we need to work on. So what do we need to do practically? We need to pray for it. We need to learn. But it's, you cannot play defense and say, I don't want to have anxiety today. <laughs> What's in the head? What's in the head? What's in the head that's going to get you to elevate that situation in your life to consciousness? Because remember, when, meaning, when you give meaning to something, suffering goes away. But when there's no meaning... There you go. All you have is, a, is a unresolved traumas, unresolved anxieties, unresolved fears. 
those, it's all due to a deficient comprehension of time. And this is what we hit. The more our intellects are limited, the greater the intellect, the more time contracts and is nullified. And God is beyond time and space. So all of this, all of this uh, despair that we have in this world, all of this accumulation of time, is really, really doesn't exist. It's all in your head. I hate to tell you. It's all in your head. It's exactly what the Yetzirah uses. And Rabbi Nachman says, the Yetzirah has many names. But I'm going to give him one more. He's called the uh, Medame. Koach Medame. Medame Medimyon. The word Medame comes from the concept of Dimyon. Dimyon means imagination. Imagination. Imagination takes over. Mind goes, mind contracts. Paranoia exists. The rest is over. And, and you know this practically. When you're listening to a class that you like, you enjoy it. But when you're checked out, you're checked out. Time is the biggest element. When you, this is time flies when you're having fun. Fun. Time flies when you're, when you're in awareness. That's the new man. Time flies when you're in the moment. Time flies when you're in the moment. And this is ultimately, you know, a lot of the times we see, again, I'm not, I, what I do is I, I'm, I'm trying to take enough data to try to study patterns of behavior, right? Just patterns of behavior. What makes a person stop praying? What makes a person stop learning? What makes a person stop doing this? And this is a very, very common trend. I can't pray anymore, I'm burnt out. Well, you were praying, you were not even praying. You were really there to, 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 you were really trying to get, you weren't trying to connect. So you were praying with a tremendous amount of expectations, which is not really praying. Because you're associating prayer as getting all this wealth and getting all this money and zivugim. No, it's prayer, prayer is there to change you, to make you into a better person. And when you're in a better person, you end up attracting better things. If I pray for simcha, I'll never stop praying. Because at the end of the day, God will give me simcha. God will give me joy in my life. And then what happens when you have joy in your life? Things come to you in your life. Things come to you. When you have joy, things come to you. Opportunities come to you. You, you vibrate. People want, to be, people want to be around you. Like we said many times. When you cry, you cry alone. But when you laugh, everybody laughs with you. That little line has a lot of Kabbalistic has a lot of Kabbalistic meaning. When you cry alone, when you're in mochim katnut, when you're in a bad mindset, nobody wants to be with you because you become needy. You're crying for no reason. You become needy. But when you're laughing, everybody wants to laugh with you. When you're besimcha, you attract all kinds of good things in your life. It's a very deep line, that line. If they only knew how deep that line is. So our, practical, our practicality is to recognize that you have to play offense as far as Learning a lot, not only learning, but applying it through speech. Take the speech, take the learning, pray for it. And that resolves so much. We said this many times. When you have, when you can deal with the questions, the answers come up. And what do the questions do? Create time, create confusion. Should I marry that person? Should I not marry this? Should I do this? Should I do that? All of this element of time comes from these questions, which raises doubts. Kushot raises doubts. What we need to do is really, we need to work on getting rid of the weight behind the questions, such as, why am I asking this question? Well, I'm, really, I'm afraid to fail, or I'm afraid that I'm not going to be happy. Well, go into that. 
go into that and really, really surrender. This is why you see the books, the Untethered Soul, the Power of Now. People need it so bad. They need it so bad. But that's just being in the moment. Here, we're get, here it's more of a man's search for meaning where you're giving meaning to things. When you have dot, this is even greater than, than just being in the moment. Because when you have dot, you can give meaning to things right away. Let's say I wake up in, a, in a one week of complete tired. Okay, well, how, what's the meaning? It's, I'm, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a yirida. I'm in, the, I'm in the down before the up. There's the meaning. There's no panic. There's no worry. There's no negative speech. There's nothing. I'm in a yirida for the sake of my aliyah. I'm in a, we have to go down through for the sake of the up. That's it. That's the meaning. There's no, I'm not good enough. Why am I not? All of these nonsense comes from a lack of meaning in that area of your life. So it's greater than that because it's almost impossible for you to be aware all the time. You're not going to have the cool answer, but what you could do is you can get, you, as soon as you give meaning to something, the suffering goes away. And the element of time, because meaning is that. What is meaning? Meaning is that. Meaning is the consciousness. So as soon as I give meaning, or I accept it, or for example, let's say you're dealing with a difficult spouse. Or let's say, for example, you're dealing with a spouse who's not on the same religious level as you. You could be all day long in your head, how long is this going to be? How come this happened to me? How long is this going to be? I'm doing so much, they're not doing anything. The whole point of you being more religious is for you to be more merciful, kind, less judgmental, and pray for the person. Not to say, I'm better than you. Somehow we miss that big, big box. You're in, you're in with somebody who's not on the same spiritual level as you. Okay? So you're going to say, I'm more religious than you, and you're not good enough, and you do this. Why do you, what, did, what is the whole purpose of you becoming more religious for? So you could become, you could become, you help them, you raise them, not to butcher them. But somehow we, we, we mistaken, I'm more religious, I'm better than you, you're not on my level. Oh, wonderful. That's exactly the religion that I want to go into. Where do I sign? <laughs> Where do I sign? You see where we're missing the whole bottom? On purpose, God puts that to you. He puts a purpose in your life. You have one person that's more than the other. On, pur- on purpose! Because if you are, if you have a moon, if you're more spiritual, you have to, what, are you, what is the purpose of spirituality? So you can hide in the, in the, in the Himalayans and meditate uh, with a bunch of monks or to go into darkness and elevate darkness. That's what we're here to do. But if not, you're thinking, I can't believe that person's not religious. They're not on my level. They don't do this. You'll criticize every single thing they do. And then you lost them for good. You lost them for good. You lost them for good. Because that's, you're supposed to be more spiritual. Means you, okay, before you criticize, how much time did you pray for them? And I heard this message from, I believe it was Zachary Wallerstein. I heard this, 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 this story. Beautiful, beautiful story. About a guy that got kicked out of yeshiva. I, I can't remember the source. Exactly, I believe it was, it was a Harry Wallerstein. So basically, there, there was a kid that was that was in yeshiva. They wanted to kick him out. The kid was a the kid was a very problematic kid. So they went to a big rab, asking him, Rabbi, we we got to do this. This guy's constructing. We had to we had to kick him out. What do we do? So he, so he asked the guy, what's his mother's name? Why would I know his mother's name? Why would I know his mother's name? He asked him. Why would I know his mother's name? You mean you kicked the guy out without praying for him? You mean you kicked him out? You made this, the greatest decision of your life, of that, of that kid's life, where you could change his whole life, and you didn't even pray for him? 
the rabbi couldn't speak. Couldn't speak. You're sitting there kicking a yeshiva where you didn't even pray for him. Let's just, just to show you the level, how much we have fallen from this level. When you're more spiritual, you're more religious, you're supposed to bring light into the world, not be more judgmental and have darkness. And this is a net message that we all need to understand that. And I've seen the, the amount, of, I, I get comments all the time, but I get the most negative comments from the religious, from crowd, which is like, where have, where do, I, I would be shocked. I would get it from the, it's from that world that I get the most negativity from. And it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad between you and me. I will tell you out of 10 comments that I get, I don't care. I expect it. I, but the amount of them that I get, I said, what are you learning for them? What, are you, what, what is your, what's the purpose of all this for you? If this is what got you to become judgment, etc., maybe we're missing something. Maybe we're missing something. And this is a big message for us. You're with a spouse that's not on the same level. You are more level. Bring light into the relationship. Don't expose the darkness in the relationship. Shem, help us all that we should all merit. Major Gula. Have a great day. Amen.